When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Rolling along, Greeny with you on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. We come to you live above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17 with the assembled members of the hashtag crew assembled around me on this morning of history. Uh, there's nothing I love more than history in sports. There's nothing I love more than when the past and the present of sports come together. That actually, that thought just crystallized in my mind. It is my favorite thing in all of sports when we see the greats of the past coming together with the greats of the present. One of the genuinely great, my favorite moments, I'm I'm doing this literally off the top of my head because I hadn't planned on saying this. The night, and it was September 6th, 1995, the night that Cal Ripken broke the Ironman streak. And Chris Berman so beautifully articulated it. Let the record show that he has reached the impossible star and all of that. Of all the wonderful things about that night, my favorite was that Joe DiMaggio was there. And he made a speech in which he said, my old teammate Lou Gehrig would be proud of you. If that doesn't bring tears to your eyes, then you don't love this stuff enough. Like Joe DiMaggio telling Cal Ripken that Lou Gehrig would have been proud of him is what sports are about. That's what makes this stuff great. That's more important than anything. And so last night, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who is a link to a time that has gone by and lives now only in books and in memory, but who played against Wilt Chamberlain and broke Wilt Chamberlain's record. It's like that game... What is that six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Like this ties us back to the origin of the game. Like this brings us back to Russell and Chamberlain and they handed it on to Kareem and all the greats that have come between that we have always associated. And here he is. Here is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, not just figuratively, but literally passing the torch to LeBron James last night. That's what makes sports great. If you ask me, Greeny, You've dedicated your entire adult life to covering professional sports or covering sports in general. What's your favorite thing about sports? It's that. It's that exactly. So last night is one of my favorite nights that we've had in sports in a really long time. And we've just had some really good, it's twice now in what was September, six months ago, twice in six months we've got this. Aaron Judge hit a 60-second home run clean six months ago. And the family of Roger Maris was there to share in the accomplishment. That's the beauty stuff. That's the stuff that makes sports great. So, Hembo, that's what I was thinking about last night. And of all the things that happened, and it was everything about it was great. And LeBron's family and everything else. And I'm fully aware of the history of some, uh, you know, a little bit of discomfort between the two men. Kareem and LeBron don't love each other, and they don't make any secret of that. But that did not change the fact that for me, they don't hate each other. And and there they were together last night. Of all the things last night, my favorite is the image of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar ceremonially handing that ball to LeBron. That could be the logo. Like It's Jerry West. It could be that moment. That's how significant it was for me. 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played his first NBA game in 1969. That's when Bill Russell played his last. We're talking about nearly the entire history of the sport. At half court in L.A. yesterday, it's incredible. What LeBron James did was incredible. LeBron James is is the best basketball player that ever lived. If we want to argue that Michael Jordan was greater because of his 6-0 finals record and we want to wield that, Okay, I know that's going to be an argument-winning trump card for a lot of people. But LeBron James is going to surpass 40,000 points. There are seven players that have 10,000 assists. He is among them. There are 46 uh, players that have 10,000 rebounds. He is among them. He's going to have 40,000 points, 10,000 assists, and 10,000 rebounds. The most difficult race to run is the marathon. LeBron James has run that race better than anyone in NBA history. He might not have the peak value that Michael Jordan did, or perhaps even a few other players. There is no question no one has run that 26.2 miles better than LeBron James did, and I'm awfully happy to celebrate him today for it. Yeah, I, I, that, that's well said. I, I'm not going to fight it. I, I'm a Michael guy. I'll always be a Michael guy. I will go to my grave a Michael guy. But that isn't today's topic. I, I, today is not a day that I want to sit here and diminish LeBron James in any way by making an argument for Michael Jordan over him. Um, LeBron James absolutely deserves all of the accolades that are being thrown his way. And further, I would say that when a person has been famous as he has since they were 15 years old, as famous as he has been since he was a teenager, if the worst thing one can say about him off the court is that he somewhat inartfully handled his first departure from Cleveland. I mean, that is literally the biggest and most significant criticism of his person that you can offer. Outside of that, he has been nothing short of spectacular as a philanthropist, as a as an ambassador, as a a leader, as a as a role model. I mean, just in everything. Um you know, it's remarkable. I, I, I can do nothing but tip my cap in every way that a cap can be tipped. I have extraordinary respect for the man and for what he accomplished last night. I'm Greeny, and we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Call or click today. Find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. I did come up with a question. I have only one question. For today. And, Bubba, let me start it with you. The player who is guarding... LeBron last night when LeBron made the fallaway jumper that set the all-time record, a record that is guaranteed to last at least a decade and probably much longer than that, probably for decades. So that means that is video. That is a, that is a clip that you are going to be seeing on television for realistically speaking, the entirety, not only of LeBron's life, but also the rest of the life of Kenrich Williams, who was the player on Oklahoma city certainly not the biggest NBA star, who was guarding LeBron, sort of swiped at the ball. By the way, there's one very funny photo that is going around on social media of Thomas Bryant posting up on that very same play, calling for the ball, which <laughs> it's like, you got to respect that. LeBron, I got my man, I got him sealed off. You know, he's calling for the ball. LeBron wasn't giving that one up. But anyway, if you're Kenrich Williams, or if, if that play, if you're on the floor in that moment, Bubba, is it the first thing you're thinking? Are you? Do you want to be the guy? Oh, and I see Nuno has just made his way in the in the room as well. Oh, oh he's wandering. Nuno in. wandering around. Come bring Hop Nuno in, in get on back this. In there. Get Nuno answer here. I want Nuno's answer. He's wandering the hall. But Bubba, let me start with you. Do you want to be Kenrich Williams, or is that the last person you want to be? Which is to say, do you want for the rest of time to be able to say, "I'm the guy LeBron made the basket against" and have that video, or is that the last person you would want to be? 
Um, I think in the moment you want to shut him down, like you know, you you want to stop him. But um, if if they scores on you, you were certainly not upset in any way whatsoever. Because I personally, I've never heard of Kenrich Williams in my life. Apparently, he's been in the NBA for four years, and now we're going to see him for the rest of our lives, and that play is going to always be there. So. Yeah, I I, th- I just think in the moment, your competitive nature, you're not going to be like, oh, score on me so I can be n- known forever. But I, I don't think you're ever going to you're going to be upset that you're going to be because, like we said, that play is going to go forever. So I think you're perfectly okay with it, and you're not upset with it. And we have gotten Nuno here now. I, I think I'm going to go the opposite on this one. Before I bring Nuno in, Hembo, because I, I can tell you, I would be the opposite. I would be yelling for the double team. Like the second LeBron got the ball, I'm like, help, help. Get another, I need another body in here. He's not scoring on me. I got to tell you right now, I'd be looking at the coach like, get me out. Sub me out of this one. I'd turn an ankle or something like that. I do not want him scoring that basket on me. I don't care if the video lives until the end of time. So that's one vote on either side. Where are you, Hembo? Top of your head, do you know who allowed Hank Aaron's 715th home run? Al Downing? Al Downing is correct. Al Downing, for the rest of his life, actually talked very fondly about that moment and about the relationship that he wound up having with Henry Aaron because of it. If I'm Ken Rich Williams, this is going to be the thing that I'm most known for. I'm going to be in the back of the trivia question. I might be a trivia question on Get Up someday. I actually think that, look, relatively speaking, you're obviously competing against an athlete. You don't want him to score. But when Ken Rich Williams looks back on that night, on that moment, at the end of his career perhaps, I think he'll actually look back on it fondly. Uh, it's, it's Ralph Branco who gave up the home run to Bobby Thompson. Mm-hmm. That's very different, obviously. It wasn't a record-breaking home run. It was actually a run, a home run that ended the season for the Dodgers in that moment. And the Giants win the pennant. Um, if football would be so different, like you wouldn't want to be a cornerback who gives up the touchdown that Randy Moss breaks the touchdown record it, with. It will be remembered, though, forever, because in the call, I think we had the sock call, in, in the case of Henry Aaron 715, and here's the pitch by Downing. Right. It has lived forever, and so will this. Let me quickly bring uh, Nuno into this. Not, not so much on this question, but in general. Nuno, who is, of course, the producer of this show for a long time and now produces KJM in the morning, his most unique skill, if he had a superpower, it would be an ability to provide a negative spin on literally anything. So let's hear how you're going to do that this morning. What is your take on LeBron breaking the all-time scoring record last night? Nuno. Congratulations. Oh, by the way, your team lost. You're sitting as... There we go. I know Wendy and uh, other people have said you're sitting in 13th place right now. So you did it in the third quarter. Where were you in the fourth quarter when your team needed you more? Like, I mean, come on. He this did guy it. is amazing. He did it. Like, you know what? A round of a, You have to respect it. You have to respect the, 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 the seemingly incredible ability, and in this case, tone deafness, to find something negative to say about LeBron James on his day. This is a, this is a day of long live the king, and you are taking your shots. It's, it's, a, it's, it's well done. So you're blaming him for this? Not so much. How about Anthony Davis? How about Anthony Davis staying on the bench while all this was going on? What would you think of that, Nuno? Oh, that was a horrendous look, but it is Anthony Davis, so we, we have to be careful. If he celebrated too much, he might have pulled something. He would have been out another three to four weeks. So I kind of understand that part. My favorite attribute of the box score last night, which you pointed out on Get Up, is that LeBron James scored 38 points on 20 shots and broke the record. Russell Westbrook managed to take 19 shots. Oh, he's getting his shots up. (laughs) Russell Westbrook is like, yeah, I mean, I get that LeBron's going to make the record, but they came to see me. Like these 20,000 people are here to see me. I'm getting my shots up. Anthony Davis took 13 shots 
last night in a game. Or no, he, he took nine he took shots. Nine shots. And scored 13 points. Two he had free 13 throws. points and eight rebounds in this game last night that his team lost to Oklahoma City at a game they desperately need. I mean, they need to win all these games. I blame that one on AD much more than I blame it on LeBron. They got to break this thing up, right? That, that's never going to work again. Now. I mean, I don't know if they're breaking it up between now and tomorrow, but that's uh, right. <laughs> you know, we will see. Uh, Jalen weighed in on that pretty strongly. You're not going to want to miss what he had to say. You'll hear that next, and we're going to set aside some time for your calls as we roll on. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Brainstorm. What is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning, noise-canceling headphones, meeting-free Fridays. What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36 percent better compared to all other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to shopify magic your ai powered all-star shopify powers 10 percent of all e-commerce in the u.s and shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, rothy's and brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries plus shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that Grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Greeny, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Greeny now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Greeny. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from $25 and under to $100 and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny here with you on ESPN Radio. Champ, I mean, couldn't be busier, right? I mean, just couldn't be busier with what we got going on here. Uh, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. LeBron breaks the record last night. Really a genuinely sensational night. Everyone seemed to love it. Well, not everyone. <laughs> One person didn't seem to love it. And that person is Anthony Davis, who played a bad game last night. This is a game that he should dominate. And I fully understand. I'm going to give him the benefit of this doubt. He only took nine shots last night, scored 13 points in a game he should dominate. But last night was all about LeBron getting the record. From the, from the beginning of that game, it was about LeBron getting the record. So I get it. 
Anthony Davis, basically every shot he took, the crowd was disappointed. So I understand where all that would be weird. But I also think that, I mean, Anthony Davis has been around the block enough to know what last night was and to have been excited about what was happening. And there's a video going around everywhere, and the reason it is is because the Lakers themselves posted it of the moment that LeBron breaks the record, the only person not standing is Anthony Davis. He actually makes the point of sitting down on the bench as everyone else sort of rises as one to see LeBron break the record. And everyone in the world is weighing in on that this morning, including Jalen Rose with me on Get Up. It comes off as petty. It comes off as you're hating. It comes off as that you're being jealous of the moment. And when things like that happen, overarching, you feel like, can they continue to play together? That ain't no long-term relationship Mm. when your second-best player, Anthony Davis, is purposely not celebrating LeBron James in the moment that the entire world is watching. That is a poor look on Anthony Davis. And you talked about the guy that LeBron made the shot on. Yeah. How that video is going to live for him as a defender. He's going to be cheered by his family and friends because he was on the court. This is a moment that Anthony Davis ain't going to live down. This is not going to be a good look long term. So that's a pretty big statement, I thought, from Jalen this morning, who's usually one for understandable reasons because he was one who, who tends to give the benefit of the doubt to players on things like this. Um you know, and I, I wasn't expecting him to go quite that far with it. And and I don't know that I would either, but I do think that it was impossible to ignore. And it did make me wonder what's going through Anthony Davis's mind. And I just think this was a fascinating week for the Lakers because it started as badly as a week possibly could with them not getting Kyrie Irving. And so in the blink of an eye, imagine if you're Anthony Davis, take LeBron's record out of it. For all the Lakers, maybe LeBron feels this way too. Um, a week ago, or whenever it was, what day was it that we... Friday was the day that we knew Kyrie demanded the trade. Like, Friday afternoon, you're living in a world where, wait a minute, like, the miracle might be about to befall us. We might get Kyrie Irving. We could go from being a team that has no chance to win the championship to a team that actually has a chance to win a championship. And then for that to be that rug to be pulled out from under you, and at least part of the reason to be because the owner of the other team just didn't want to, <laughs> to give Kyrie what he wanted. And I don't care what anybody says, that's what happened here. Um, so I can see the Lakers and Anthony Davis being disappointed in that because the reality is, unless they pull some miracle out of their hat in the next 24 hours, that team's not winning anything this year. Anything. Uh, the partnership that LeBron James had with Anthony Davis was worth all the draft picks and everything else because... It yielded them a championship, even though it was in the bubble and we didn't consume it the same way. It still counts the same and it goes on everyone's ledger and legacy. And that will make a big difference for LeBron James in the long run. That being said, his relationship with Anthony Davis has served its useful life. I I cannot imagine a scenario in which this iteration of Laker basketball, LeBron James plus Anthony Davis plus anything else, would equal a championship contender. If LeBron wants to continue playing in L.A., I think what you are likely to see this offseason, probably not this trade deadline, but this offseason, is the Lakers build around him with totally different people. I don't think this can possibly work anymore. I don't necessarily agree with Jalen entirely in terms of 
what that action might have meant yesterday. It might have been inconsequential or innocent. I do know that the Lakers aren't winning anything with this team as presently constant. I'll just say this. Here's the trade I make it. If I'm Rob Palinka, who is the general manager of the Lakers, I'm on the phone with Joe Sy right now, and I'm offering the following. And this has nothing to do with whether he stood up last night or not. I'm offering my two unprotected future first-round draft picks that everyone seems to think are so incredibly valuable and Anthony Davis for Kevin Durant. <laughs> Why is that funny? It's, not, it's, it's a, You just brought a sledgehammer to the proceedings. I mean, pairing LeBron James and Anthony Davis and you're throwing the rest. You're, no, you're, Kevin Durant. Caution, excuse I'm me. Playing, I'm playing LeBron, LeBron and KD. And KD and you're figuring out the rest. Right. My gosh. What do you think? I'm obviously highly intrigued by the idea. It just blew my brain, but I, I, would, I would probably think about doing it. Is I Nuno mean, still in there? What an idea. I, I mean, who says no to this trade? No, we can, we can track him down. Though. If you're the Nets, <laughs> you're going to have to trade Kevin Durant. You're not winning a championship around him. I don't think they're going to trade him in the next 24 hours <clears throat> because if nothing else, you just don't want to anymore. But I was listening the other day. Um, you know, so I've been away the last couple of days. Again, my... Uh, my apologies for missing a couple of days during this busy time. Unfortunately, we had a funeral and a shiva in Chicago and all of that. So I was not only away from work, but I was really removed from everything that was happening in sports. So when we got back late yesterday, I was trying to catch up on everything just to make sure that I was sort of up to speed when I came in this morning. And I listened after the Kyrie trade happened. Um, Brian Winhorst and Zach Lowe did a podcast together. I found it under Zach's podcast the low post podcast but Wendy has his which is called the hoop collective and so the two of them just were together and they were talking about the trade and it was an excellent just excellent conversation and uh you know what is what has happened to the nets is ridiculous and they were making the point that sort of under the radar in all of this is that ben simmons right now is one of the five worst contracts in the sport right that, that's, that's unquestionably a top five or bottom five worst contract in the sport it's been a disaster. Ben Simmons has been a disaster and is one. And so if you're Kevin Durant, you, you went there and it, there was a moment in time when, okay, it's me and Kyrie. Then it was me, Kyrie, and James Harden. Then it was, uh, all right, well, it's me, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons, and maybe he'll be. And now it's me and Ben Simmons, and he isn't. And you stink. You, uh, on the, uh, you have a, a team that has no – the Lakers are like the 85 Bears compared to the Nets – and so they have no chance. I like Spencer Dinwiddie. I like Dorian Finney-Smith. There are pieces on that team that I like. But they have no chance in the East. They can't beat Boston. They can't beat Philly. They can't beat Milwaukee. They can't beat Cleveland. They have no chance in the Eastern Conference. So um, where does that leave KD? It has to leave him wanting out. And if you're the Nets, I kind of think you do it. Like I, I kind of think at some point you do trade him because you are just starting over again. So trade him for his trade value because of his contract and everything else is obscenely high. So trade him for really, really good stuff and just start the rebuilding. But my question is, is Anthony Davis really, really good stuff? Like, is the value for Anthony Davis around the league right now such that they might just hang up the phone in Brooklyn if you offer him for Kevin Durant? Well, it's Anthony Davis and two unprotected number ones. Like those Down two the road, num- though. Those two number ones are the things that they that they were like trying not to trade to get far lesser players, right? Yeah. Like like people think those trade those those picks 
are very, very valuable. Because we're assuming the Lakers will stink by then, right? Or just that's how people think. I don't know why. I mean, in the Kyrie trade, like there were trades of players in 2029. NBA teams consider this stuff valuable. That's I don't like know a, why. It's like a seventh grader. That's what I mean. Right now there's a 12-year-old kid who's on his way to Brooklyn, and it's, he's not going to help Kevin Durant. So uh, one way or another, that, that's. I mean, I would be trying everything I can to make this trade. Here's what I want to hear from you. I'm throwing up on the phones right now at 888 888- Say ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. You want to weigh in on the GOAT debate? You want to make a point about LeBron? What is it you want to say today on this morning after LeBron James breaks the record? We haven't had your calls in far too long. This is the time to do it. Your thoughts on what we saw last night in any direction you want to take it. 888-SAY-ESPN. We're back in a flash on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Rainy with you on ESPN Radio. Coming to your calls in just a moment here on what we saw last night. Sports history. And I told you earlier, sports history is my single favorite thing. There's nothing I love more about sports than what we saw last night, than the connection of the present to the past in sports. When Cal Ripken broke Lou Gehrig's record and Joe DiMaggio was there and said, my old teammate Lou Gehrig would have been proud of you. That's the magic. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar being there last night to pass that torch to LeBron James is what makes sports wonderful. And as a brief aside, if you love sports history, then I think that our book would be something that you would be interested in. Again, Hembo and I have a book coming out 
It'll be in stores on April 4th. It's available for pre-order right now. It would be doing us an enormous service if you did pre-order. If it's something you think you're going to want to buy, the book is called Got Your Number. In it, we choose through the entire history of sports who owns every number from 1 to 100. Most of them are players in their uniform numbers. Some of them are records. Some of them are coaches and their numbers. Some of them are teams. One of them is a horse. The book is called Got Your Number. And if you think that is something, if you like sports debate, history, and analysis, then this might be something for you. It's my first ever sports book, and I have never been as excited about anything as I am about this project. If this is something you think you would be interested in or as a gift for someone in your life who might like it, maybe for Father's Day, pre-ordering it now would do us an enormous service because it would convince the publisher that they should print more copies. So again, the book is called Got Your Number. The author is me with Hembo, and you can find it anywhere that you would normally order a book. So um, that is a quick message on that front, and we appreciate, as always, your support. In the meantime, we will get to your phone calls in 30 seconds after this word from Honey Nut Cheerios. What better way to start your day than Honey Nut Cheerios? Made with whole grain oats, making it a heart-healthy food. Also has a touch of real honey, making it delicious. So you don't have to compromise on taste. It truly is the perfect combo. Great tasting and good for you. And for a limited time, I saw these in the store yesterday and bought them. <laughs> Cheerios has changed some of its iconic O's into hearts to remind Americans that living a happy, healthy, a heart-healthy lifestyle can be fun, easy, and delicious. I've got them in the house. Look for Cheerios with happy heart shapes wherever you buy groceries today. Okay, I, I didn't know that was going to be there. I like it a lot. Uh, all right, on we go to the calls here. Cam, uh, let's throw open the phone lines. I want your thoughts on LeBron last night, breaking the record. What does it do to the GOAT debate? What does it do to your view of him? What does it mean to you as a fan of sports? Cam, who's first up? We got Ian in New Jersey. All right, Ian, uh, the floor is yours, my friend. What about last night in LeBron? What do you have to say this morning? First off, I want to say thank you for taking my call. Um, but LeBron James, amazing accomplishment. One of the greatest players to ever play the game. We'll never argue that fact. The fact that he was able to break this record speaks to his longevity. However, however, we keep moving the goalposts for LeBron James and the GOAT debate. Before it was, well, if he, if he won a couple more rings, maybe he'd be the GOAT. Well, that's not really that, that's not going to happen at this point because his team's not very good. He has shown some signs of regression. And so now we've moved the goalposts to, well, if he breaks Kareem's record, now maybe he's the GOAT. As far as I'm concerned, before he broke the record, he was two points away, one point away, whatever you want to call it. Two points isn't going to make the difference whether he's the GOAT or not. I'm sorry. He still needs to win some more rings. Um, LeBron, amazing player, but MJ still the GOAT in my mind, and there's not a lot he can do at this point to pass him. That's just my take. It's a good call, Ian. And, and again, my, my concern with doing this today, and it, it's, of course, a, a, a logical day to do it, is that I don't want to be sitting here raining on LeBron's parade on a day that we're celebrating his greatness. But the point that he's making, Hembo, is before he made that shot, he was two points shy of where he was after he made that shot. So I understand the logic of the idea that those two points catapult him into past Michael Jordan or whomever you might be catapulting him by. I understand on one in, in one way the illogic of that thought yes there's there's not one person for whom Michael Jordan was their goat yesterday and LeBron James is their goat today he didn't pass Michael Jordan in anything all that being said I don't agree with the caller that he needs to win more championships to equal the goat I've never thought that 
I don't think that. I think people's minds are largely made up. And I think in some sense, um, Michael Jordan's legacy career has been glorified, amplified to such an extent that LeBron James and perhaps no one else will ever be able to, to, to touch that. But yes, I, I, I do agree with the caller fundamentally. But why do you think it has been glorified and amplified? Because, I mean, because LeBron James was held to a different standard by the media no, and no, by no, the no, fans. No, and, but why? Why have people chosen to do that, to glorify and amplify him? Well, you and many others your age that covered Michael Jordan have essentially rendered him a god. And LeBron James has been under the public microscope during a media climate in which the way that you accrue ratings is by chopping them down at their knees. If Michael Jordan and LeBron James's career were swapped and you just exchanged the times in which that happened, LeBron James would be talked about right now like he is Michael Jordan and vice versa. That's a very interesting thought, and it's one I want to get some more calls in, so I'm not going to totally sidetrack our conversation. I actually think I disagree with what you're saying, but I need to think about it a little more. That might be something we circle back to tomorrow. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Cam, who's next? David in Florida. All right, David, give us a take here. How about LeBron last night? Hey, Greeny. Thanks for having my call. Um, you know, for me, I think it's like Hembo said, nobody's minds are ultimately changed, but it's an opportunity to reflect, and I think it's an enjoyable debate to have. For me, I think it's important to consider those Golden State teams that LeBron had to face um, are far and away maybe the best teams ever. Some have called it stacked with, with KD, and I think that he'd probably have at least one more title um, if it wasn't for those teams. So I think that's an important point to consider um, in, an, in a debate that gets overly simplistic at times. But that, that's my thing is he had to face those Golden State teams and LeBron is the GOAT. That's a good thought in, in that when you compare players to each other who play in different eras, you can only compare them relative to the era in which they played, meaning relative to how good they were against their own competition. But that doesn't really work with counting championships because it, it, it is different. Like the league has changed so much to where super teams, which frankly LeBron was at the forefront of creating um, with what he did in Miami, begat what happened. So in the same way that you could add, or excuse me, you could say LeBron probably would have won more titles. You could also say if Jordan had decided to team up with the Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh of his era, he probably would have more championships now than he did. If LeBron James, Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewing uh, decided to get together, then nobody would have beaten them. So it's very hard to start making that argument and parsing it that way. But I do think that the caller is right. Like if we're saying six and zero in the finals versus four and six in the finals, that analysis is too reductive because the Spurs, whom he, uh, whom he lost to twice, and the Warriors, whom he lost to three times, were both in their own rights dynasties. It doesn't diminish anything Michael Jordan did. It just adds context to what LeBron James did. No, I agree. Jordan, I mean, uh, LeBron's finals record is extraordinary. Making 10 finals is better than making six finals. Um, There's only one of them that you hold against him. The the only bad one is the first one against Dallas. The, the, The only one against Dallas, but the first one in which he was in Miami. That was the only time he lost with a better team. He had the better team in that series. He didn't play well, and that's why they lost. And this is where I'm going back to earlier. We, collectively, we decided then, in 2011, there was nothing LeBron could do for which he could surpass Jordan now. That was an unforgivable sin. I would argue the next 11 years, he more than made up for those transgressions. He had one bad night. He had one bad series. No, he didn't have a bad night. He had had a bad series, and, and, and he lost with a better team. And... 
I'm not saying he could never have caught Michael after that, but I am saying that is a big thing that Michael Jordan never did. Like my, you, you are the one who loves the stat. Michael Jordan was the leading scorer in 36 of the 37 playoff series in which he appeared. Amazing. The only one that he wasn't was his first one in which Terry Cummings outscored him of the Bucks when Michael was probably 22 years old. I mean, so Michael was the best player on the floor in every playoff series he ever played. I mean, that's worth something. That, that does go in this it's conversation. It's worth something, but is it worth everything? Well, it's, it's a, a big thing. When you're uh, splitting hairs, that's a big thing. Okay, let's split hairs then. Michael Jordan, between their championships, missed one full season. You remember what Chicago's record was in that one full yeah, season? Yeah, they, they, they probably should have made at least the Eastern Conference final. They got a terrible call from Hugh Hollins um, that, uh, that, 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 that completely changed that series against the Knicks. They should have beaten the Knicks in that series with Pippen. I thought Scotty should have been the MVP of the league that year. And then, you know, they would have played Indiana. Maybe they would have made the final that year, maybe not. Yeah, and they went 55 regular season games. LeBron James went four years in between stints in, uh, in, in Cleveland. In those four years... The Cavs had the worst record no, I know. in the NBA. But that doesn't count either because they, everything changed. The whole league is different now. The worst. Yeah, no, but they have they mortgaged everything about their future, and everywhere he's gone, they've done that in order to try and maximize their chances of winning around him. Michael Jordan's team remained exactly the same except him. They still had Kyrie Irving. The year after, like, they, went, they averaged a 24-58 and 58 record. Over a four-year span no, without LeBron James. I understand that, but, but the league was different. That, yes, your point is good, but it isn't like the Trump card that I feel like you're su- no, suggesting it should I'm be. I'm just pointing out the fact that the Bulls won 55 games in a full season without Michael Jordan. Yeah, uh, that's right. But they also hadn't more... They, they hadn't sold the farm in every other way to try and win it around Michael Jordan. He just elevated what was naturally there. There is no Trump card. Again, I'm just laying out all of the facts on the table that people will be talking about now since he passed the record and this comes back into our consciousness. Nature Valley wants to see you and your family out there. When we share our love for out there, we inspire others to protect it, and that's what getting out there is all about. Nature Valley, life happens out there. Cam, give me another one. Eddie in Colorado. Eddie, take it away. What's your thought coming off of last night for LeBron? Anyway, that uh, last night solidifies that LeBron, Goat James, is the greatest player in basketball. He did it in an era where he was under a fishbowl microscope his mm-hmm. whole career. Exceeded all expectations. He's a better teammate than Jordan. He wins wherever he goes, and he's a champion. He's not flawless, but he's a champion. At the end of the day, Jordan, to me, was a ball hog who beat up teammates, who intimidated his players for them to get on his level. But when it came down to it, Father Tom caught up to him. The cigars, the lifestyle caught up to him. And he became a shell of himself. I don't believe we'll see that out of Goat James for maybe, maybe three or four more years. I, I, I appreciate the phone call. There are a select few things you said that I agree with. One of the things that we're proud of on the show, you can lose the music cam, is that you have a right to say things I disagree with. I, my name is on the show, but it doesn't mean mine is the only opinion that matters. So you're very much entitled to your opinion, and I appreciate the call. I strongly disagree with many of the things that you just said. The last year that Michael Jordan played in the NBA of consequence, which was the 98 season, they won the championship, and he was the best player in the league. So he then retired and came back as a wizard, and that's when he was a shell of himself, but he was 40 years old. And even then, he averaged over 20 points a game. He wasn't the shell of himself you're making it sound like. Um, I also don't think that he was a bad teammate. 
Um, I think Michael Jordan, he was a different kind of teammate. He led differently. If you watched the last dance, then everyone got a peek at that or a look behind the curtain at it. Um, but it worked. His style of leadership worked. And LeBron, as a teammate, I think his teammates like him. But as a player in an organization, I think he has demanded a level of um, – he has demanded things that were not in the big picture best interest of the organization, which has led to them being just horrendous everywhere he has departed since his departure, which is the point that Hembo was making a minute ago. I don't want today to become like I knew it. We said it in the meeting this morning before get up. I said, look, because everyone on the staff wanted to do the goat stuff. And I said, I understand it. I understand why today is the day to do it. But there was a part of me that hated doing it because in order to make an argument for one, you feel obligated to make an argument against the other. So I will, I will go to my grave, a Michael guy. I, I grew up around him. I grew up with him. I saw, it, I saw it in a way that most people were never fortunate enough to see. There's nothing anyone could ever do that is going to d- displace Michael for me. But that doesn't diminish anything about what LeBron has done. Like, I don't, like, I said this to Stacey the other day. Like, if you say, How, boy, that guy, he's really rich, right? And then another person says, well, does he have as much money as Jeff Bezos? Well, you're kind of ruining the conversation, aren't you? You can be really rich and not have as much money as Jeff Bezos. And that's how I feel about LeBron. I don't consider him to be greater than Michael Jordan. That doesn't change the fact that I've been watching. Basketball has been my favorite sport all of my life. I go back to sitting in the seats in the garden with my dad in the 70s with the smell of cigar smoke all around me. And in all of that time, he is on the shortest possible list of the best players I've ever seen. And what more can you say than that? So congratulations, LeBron. It was a spectacular evening. As a sports fan, I'm grateful for it. We'll see you tomorrow on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.